Top of the morning and welcome to the Screen Chronicles. I'm Colby and with me as always is Steve Feckin' Kuzich. That's uh, Feckin' right. It's Feckin' right. It's F-E-C-K right. F-E-C-K. We're not swearing. We are and not swearing. YouTube. That's right. Today we are talking about the new movie, The Banshees of Inishirin. What is that? That What What the hell is that? Well, it's a movie. <laughs> what the it's a movie and... Banshees of Inishirin is a very interesting movie that um, I was not sure how I was going to like it before watching. And uh, I'm very excited to talk about it with you, Steve, because there's I think there's a lot to talk about with this movie. I think there's a lot to break down. And if any of you have seen it, I'd love to hear uh, your interpretations, because my feelings about this movie is that it um, there are different ways to interpret it. I think the director has some like some things that he had in mind that he didn't necessarily like reveal super obviously kind of have to read into which you know steve and i love movies like that a little bit of an open end at the end to kind of let you come to your own conclusions about about the whole film so yeah, yeah. before we get going here we're going to uh, talk about a, uh, a spoiler free review of what we thought of the film before we dive into it the the basic plot of it is is these two guys on a small it's a it's a made-up island. It's actually it's filmed in Ireland, though. It's filmed on. It's filmed some, on a real island and in a, island, a, a coast a of Ireland. Island. And the name of the real island is similar. So the name of the island here is Inishirin, and it's filmed on Inishmore. Uh, um, okay. So it's a fictional place. I went to that island in September, actually. But yeah, it is a place you can go where they filmed it. But they they created kind of their own fictional island. Yeah. So. And it's two friends. It's. Uh, is it? Do you say just Patrick? Parik. Or is it they Parik. say Parik. Yeah. Parik and Colum, these Home, two yep. longtime friends. Um, they're they're older men now. One of them's Colum is much more older than Patrick, but uh, they're much they're they're friends that have been doing stuff together. It seems like for a long time, and then all of a sudden one day, Colum does not want to be friends with Patrick, and yeah, that's basically the the general setup of the movie um uh, but yeah. there's a lot more to it um uh we won't spoil it here in this brief talk but if you just want to jump to our spoiler thoughts you can look in the description below or the timestamp mm-hmm. on youtube or whatever uh to get there um but i feel like this is a good one for us to talk about too just because we're two friends that have been together yes. for a while now and you know like man i felt there were some moments in this. I was feeling some mm. some real fucking pain. Some, <laughs> some real fucking pain. Some more yeah, um, and, some kind of ways. Yeah, and it's. I'd say that besides Joker, this is probably the most yes filmy film that we've talked about uh, on the show. We we totally. watched a bunch so, of other well, big filmy films, but um, and that's why I said earlier, like I wasn't sure going into it how I was going to like this movie because it was one of those movies that. You know, I usually, before I decide to watch a film, I did not see this in the theater. I saw it after it came out on HBO Max, which it did so relatively Same. quickly um, for a movie that was in the theaters. Anyway, I go to the Rotten Tomato scores. I like the Rotten Tomato scores. Um, oftentimes, I'm voting on the Rotten Tomato scores myself um, after I watch the movie. Cool. And it was a critic score of 97% and an audience score somewhere in the mid-70s. Mm. And, you know, a lot of times when that happens, it's like, oh, is this going to be, is this movie going to be too artsy that only um, the critics really 
like snob people. Uh, oh, and another movie that's a film. You know what I mean, filmy film, The Green Knight. But it was advertised. Oh, that was a filmy. It's film. a cool movie. The Northman as well. The Northman. As I well. liked The Northman. I love the yeah. Northman. But it was, but it is a little bit filmy and artsy. So filmy artsy. You have to give it that. Yeah. Um. And, and so this movie, I wasn't I sure. If it's like an Academy Award, yep. they're like, this movie's going to be an Academy. I'm normally like, which boring. by <laughs> the way, this movie was just nominated like yesterday for a buttload of Academy Awards, oh, yeah? including Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Original Score, Best Director, Best Original Screenplay and Best Film Editing. Like it could it could clean house and it just won a bunch of the awards at the Golden Globes. Oh, yeah. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I think Colin Farrell won for his role in this. Colin Farrell, um, but it won a ton of awards. The only thing that won more awards was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Which Another is also a great movie, movie that I didn't want to watch because everyone was talking about it. And they're like, well, did you use like Doctor Strange? Well, Everywhere Everywhere All at Once is better. Mm, it's a better version of Oscar. And it was, like, wasn't it? I'm not going to watch that feckin' movie now because of that. I know. But then I watched it so- and it was really good. Yeah. And and I watched the trailer to Banshees of Inisherin and stuff, and you know I I was like it kind of looks like a slow movie, you know I I do love the Irish accent I've, I'm eighty percent Irish myself in my heritage, um, and like the other and I love Irish twenty percent is like Scottish, yep and Welsh, <laughs> it's true, um, and I just went to Ireland so I was like okay this kind of makes me want to watch it a little bit more now, um, the Irish people are just so friendly and and awesome. And I love listening to the Irish accent. So that alone, maybe I'll enjoy this movie a little bit. And guess what? Most of the movie is it's a lot of dialogue. But the dialogue is so darn good that I enjoyed every second of it. Yeah, I mean, if you're someone who's seen it, you you know, and if you haven't seen it, it's it's kind of a, at times it's like almost like a dark comedy it's yeah, that's it really also is. this drama um because there's times that, like i i laugh about something and then there's other times it's like oh my god this is you this feel pain killing me this is i feel so bad for this character and yeah. um but i i was interested you know i i, w- I was really interested and in, i think the mystery of why yes is, column tells you why but you're like, that's not the real right. answer. That's not. But, this. but they hook you in with that. They hook you yeah. in with that right away. They hook you because in with it. The movie basically starts the first day that this guy decide, decided to stop being friends. Yeah. And that's where you it start wastes the story. no time. That's, I, I think if they took time to set up that they're friends and, and gradually got there and then the rest of the movie happened, I think it would have been boring. But it, it starts right off yeah. and you're like, all right, what? Like, it's a mystery that you want to find out. Um, yeah, and I would say, and that's something I liked about it. I felt, I felt interested the whole time. I felt like everything was like pulling me in. Well, at least for most mm-hmm. of it, I was, I was like, mm-hmm. like, why what's going on? And, and then all of a sudden, like halfway through some other weird stuff starts to happen. Like really over real the tarp. bizarre, really bizarre, real quick. Get yeah. A couple points. And you're like, what? Because like, I think like at first all this stuff feels really real, really down to earth. And I was almost expecting it to turn into like like a bro drama comedy more at some point. I, like I an upbeat. was like expecting it to become heartwarming and like wholesome at some yeah, point. That's that's um, yeah, those are words. And um, like some good bro a slight moments, spoiler. I 
a slight spoiler here ain't gonna happen in this movie <laughs> all right ain't gonna happen yeah um, so if that is something you're I, expecting from it that's it it doesn't happen um and i would say i was so interested then though because i was like oh i was like what's gonna yeah. happen and i would say really the only thing i didn't like was that the vague stuff that kept me interested i feel like it it, it should have been wrapped up a little bit more for me personally, I would have just liked the ending uh-huh. wrapped up a little bit more with some closure. Um, and a lot of people, you know, who who are like huge fans of this movie, like who are like like this is a ten out of ten. They they're like, well, real life doesn't do that. And I'm like, well, I'm watching yeah. a movie. Like I already live real life. <laughs> like I want some true, closure true, so I can go to bed and like be like, hmm, good. Um, I do and I don't. I, I agree. I, at first, when the movie ended, I had the same feeling you did because you were texting me while you were watching. Because I had watched yeah. it, I told and you, he, dude, he, you should watch this movie. Yeah. Um, and I knew I nothing about this. It. I hadn't seen a trailer. Right. I knew nothing about it other than you told me, like two friends, one of them stops being friends with the other, and and yeah. it's and just kind of like, uh, what, what kind of movie is this going to be? It's not going to have any. I really knew nothing about it, happening. which was kind of fun too um, to go into it with yeah. knowing nothing. But but I agree. I felt like a little bit like mm, I, I wish this movie didn't end here. I would like to see a little bit more closure. At the same time, I'm happy that they've left it up because I do like it when a movie sometimes doesn't give you because I like how people might have the liberty to trans translate the movie to themselves in any way. In different ways i think that's kind of a really cool thing about art is that it can be subjective if and i think this movie's definitely set it up for that i think joker i compare this movie to joker by the way because in joker there's a dim-witted character who at, at the beginning of the movie is kind of um harmless and um overall like a, a nice person and they just more and more shit just happens to them and just when you think yeah. it can't get worse it gets it gets worse um until you see what happens to their character and there's it's a lot of similarities That's a good point. in that movie and i think i felt a lot of the same ways um we can jump into more de- detail with that yeah that's a good point point. and joker did the same thing at the end of the movie where it had a very obscure ending scene that was interpreted in, interpreted a lot of different ways by different people um you know for joker's like was it a dream was this this was that just in his mind as he was dying a bunch of different questions at that movie that I love to hear people's theories about. And I think sometimes if you do make the ending too specific, it does, it would take that away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it would have the potential to do that. So I do kind of like how they ended it. I agree though. I did feel at first, it's like, I don't want it to end here. I want to know, but I think that's the natural human tendency is to like, want to have the answer to want to well, have the complete. Yeah. Picture. I, yeah. I, I guess I can't say anything about giving spoilers, but I would say that's really well, my only I complaint. Think- it's well shot. Um, yeah. And for a movie that's really just about story and dialogue, like it, it felt like the time went by for me. You know, I, I, yeah. I recently watched two hour um, film roughly. Yeah. I, I recently watched Elvis and I think Elvis was two hours, maybe a little under two hours. And, and that was something periodically it, it's a fast pace. I mean, bam, 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 like really highly edited fast paced movie. It's interesting. And it got me listening to Elvis, but um, I watched I I wasn't super hooked. I watched it over the course of like a week. I watched yeah. like 30 minutes. I paused and I was like, I'm getting kind of bored now, and it feels like a good spot I could stop. I'm gonna watch something else I like. Um, but this one though, I mean, it just I went 
right through and i was just I was, like oh, quick i was so into it i was yeah. like it was a movie i did not want to look away from the screen it did its job that way and i watched it twice because i watched it once by myself yeah. and my girlfriend who's who's a little bit more picky with movies than i am um i was like i think she'll like this too and she loved it she loved oh, yeah it. um yeah and so it <laughs> was it was uh i watched it again with her picked up on things i don't think i picked up on the first time and i i enjoyed it the same and i'm talking within the same week i watched the first time i watched it again and i really liked it um for the second time so uh let's let's rate this movie and let's dive yeah. into the deets here um what, what would you rate it at 10 i I'd, I'd give it a 7.5 done something to you just tell me what i've done to you i just don't like you no more I, I think I'd really? give it there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow. Why would you okay. give it? A nine out of ten. Have you been rowing? Have you been rowing? Have we been rowing? Well, you are rowing. It does look like we're rowing. Oh, okay. So you were, you thought I was gonna be higher. I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought I higher. enjoyed it. I could watch it again. Um, but I feel like I got out of it what it's gonna give. Um if I if I if I were to get more out of it, I might I might watch it again with like a friend or someone who's who's into like filming movies or something, or or if I was to watch it with you. And I and I've I've enjoyed watching the YouTube talks on it for different theories. Like I, I listened to one theory and I was like completely convinced. I was like, this is what the meaning of it. and I listened yeah. to another one that was different, different take, and I was like, and I was like uh <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> maybe this is it. So I, I Okay, fair enough. I like that, but um, it, this definitely isn't something that I like. Movies that make me feel a little happier somehow. I don't know. Well, I, that's not the point of the movie. Though. I know, but even Joker, yeah. where it was miserable, and, and like I've there's, a, there's uh, slightly empowering. There's some empowering I to it, and the, even empowering. though the ending is is kind of like is this real or not? It still it leaves you feeling kind of good. I don't know, like. It does. Um, it does. It's um, like this I one does not. I didn't feel good this after this. Not. Like uh, this is something I no, had to watch. Uh, like another happy thing afterwards. Um, yeah, <laughs> I had to watch like a short, like thirty-minute comedy or something before I went to bed because I was like, I don't feel happy. I feel like my soul has been just fucking, right. fucking stomped on. You know. Yeah, and I think that goes back to like, you know, when you when you think back to different like theater and things like that. Even going back to like. Or ancient times, like there were different shows designed for happiness, designed for comedy, for sadness, you know. Mm. And this was one that was definitely designed to make you feel certain ways that are more on the tragic side for sure. Yeah. And it does that. And it does that very, very well. And I tell people this because I have recommended this movie to people, but I told them, do not expect to feel good watching it. <laughs> don't if if you don't like sad things and things that make you feel sad, don't watch it um it's not for everyone that's for sure this movie is not for everyone but i yeah. think most people can come to terms that it's well acted it's well written and the dialogue is very very good even if you don't like the contents of the movie editing um, cinematography think, I, well i think you could go to ireland and and shoot like i could probably take the um the, the videos i took of ireland on my cell phone and people would be like well it's just such a beautiful place it's yeah. such like I don't even, you don't have to do much editing really. I'm I they I went to the Star Wars island where oh, yeah. Luke 
was, right? Reluquist. I went there, and that's off the coast of Ireland. And I always thought in the movies, this place looks so cool. It's like such a, like a, a Jedi-type place. Little did I realize when I went there, they did very, very little um, CGI for the place. When, when you went to uh, this island, you said you're on uh, this island, right? The well, band. that island, yeah. I mean, it looks Inishim? it looks the same. Does yeah, it, it have like the, the stone? Uh, Everywhere. It's lined with the stone walls. Things. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. People still keep their livestock in that. Oh, cool. Um, funny thing is that they, they do have gates now, but for a long time, they didn't have gates on the, on the stone walls. And for the doors, they'd unstack the stones in a little section of the wall, let the horse or cow or whatever go in, and then restack it to oh close the door. Hurry <laughs> no, up, really get it in! Yeah. <laughs> Make sure it doesn't run out. I'm yeah. closing the door as fast as I can. I know. It's it's a beautiful place. I recommend everyone go to Ireland. It's like everywhere you turn around is another beautiful green scenery. Um, but it was definitely fun to watch this movie to see some of that. Was was there anywhere that you saw that you were like, oh, I was there? In like, the movie? I, uh, yeah, like I recognize that spot. It's, it, it's hard to say if I was on the same because it's a little bit big. Like, I mean, you oh, could yeah. definitely walk around it in a day or bike around it in a day. I didn't go to the whole island, um, but the whole island looks like that. So it's hard to say because mm-hmm. it's literally just a maze of those walls everywhere. But there are a lot of houses there that have that thatch roof still with like the straw roof. Um, but yeah. now there's there are there are also more modern looking houses and, and stuff too. So. Boo, boo. Yeah. But I did go to a pub there and it was like barely anybody in there there's like one other person and i felt that was like similar to like the pub that they had that they always went to just a sad lonely pub yeah yeah so when did you go anyway, there yeah what time of year september september oh yeah september. I, I think so it kind of looked similar it was like a very dreary kind of yeah um i think i heard in the interview it, they they were said during the summer a lot of tourists mm-hmm. go there and and it will be busy like the pubs and stuff will be full of people but then they leave and it's just dead again um, it is and it depends on how the ocean is too because they do have to take you out on a boat to get there it's not too too far i think it was about a 45 minute boat ride to get there well we gave you our score and we've been talking about other stuff anyways but let's get into specifically some spoiler details about oh, yes. the movie i guess just in broad strokes you know the movie it it starts off with uh, call him, tell him Patrick he doesn't want to be his friend anymore. Uh, Patrick is also living with his sister, and they're living on this small island, and everyone's kind of depressed. And then Colum is ignoring him, and you're trying to figure out why. Yeah, because like Parik is trying to get him to go down to the pub at like two o'clock. Yeah. Um, because that's like their routine. I think. I think. Yeah. Any like, work the that pub. they do, I think it's like farm work that that Parik does. Yeah. And everyone goes to the pub at two and they get a get a pint, which is just a glass of beer. And um they sit and they talk and they talk about basically nothing because they're on an island and they're isolated and there's nothing to talk about. That's kind of the gist that at least Calm gives when he tells Parik why he doesn't want to be friends with him anymore. Yeah. Um and it's interesting because like Parik is the only one on the island. Maybe you could say Dominic too, who is this other kind of dim-witted kid that aren't that don't look totally depressed. Yeah, they're just kind of like, oh, it's time to go to the pub. This is life. Um, yeah, Patrick, Dominic, and, and 
the powder cappy dominic is just kind of like uh he's kind of like a kid he seems pretty happy but they're also the two dumbest people on the island and they make a point Podrick's in the movie. not dumb he, they make Parik is is a little dumb no he's he's just a little bit he's content so he just he has he simple content. needs he's simple i don't i don't think he's dumb it's just that but he's simple he's simple he's, he's um, easily satisfied he's happy with going down seeing his friends being around people he loves that he thinks mm-hmm. are people who love him and just talking about his day and he's happy with that fucking shit you know and mm-hmm. <laughs> and like that's that's good enough for him and yeah. everyone else though you know like his sister is is sad that she doesn't have like a companion like a husband mm-hmm. or boyfriend or something and um so is dominic and he's also upset that his dad's abusive and his dad's probably abusive and drunk because he's like the only cop on an island where nothing really happens and yeah one of a few of the different theories that i've seen and what i think too is i do think even though colin was saying he's not depressed he's just he's just trying to be doing other things now and podrick doesn't yeah, right. fit into that i think he really is depressed and i think he's i think yeah. he is upset that mm-hmm. He is older. He, you can tell he's older than Podrick, and I think he's just upset that he hasn't done anything in life. Yeah, he is, and yeah. you know, some theories I say is you know the reason he stopped talking to Podrick is because and and doing these things is because he wants to alienate Podrick, and he wants Podrick then to get motivated to do his own thing, maybe leave the island and not waste his life like him. I, I don't know if that's entirely it. I feel like if that was it, I feel like he would have told him. Um, yeah, like, I feel hey, like he would have wasted your life. I, I've seen that theory though. I've seen that theory, and I've also seen that you know maybe he. We never saw any of the conversations he had before. I do think Parik is a little slow. I, I think that he's he's not the most intelligent guy. I totally, totally. He's uh, I he, love but him, because man. he. I love him. I love Park, but I don't think he's the smartest guy. I think he's a little dull and he's um he just hasn't had the education that maybe Calm had cuz Calm does seem cultured. He seems like he's seen a little bit more in his life. He knows how to play a, an instrument. He um he's probably he just done some reading like, on people to know mm-hmm. about, you know, Mozart yeah. and blah blah blah. I think Calm knows the things. He probably knows how to farm well and I just don't think he's had the exposure to the world. So I, I do find him to be a, a little bit, I love him. I think he's a really nice guy. And, and then, I, I mean, people on the Island also like talk about it. Like his sister kind of has to lie to him when they're talking about Dominic being like one of the, the um, dullest people on the Island. And like, remember he says to her, like, like who's next. And she's like, um doesn't matter why are we talking about this like because he's that way he bores calm to death right i don't know and and because he's a little bit like that calm may have told him like you should go here you should go here but like i don't think powerick would entertain that idea at all i think he'd just be like go right over his head and he'd just be like i gotta go tend to my animals tomorrow morning and then come back here to the pub with my best friend have pint because he is so content with that life. Yeah. Albeit it's the only life he's ever known. You know? And, and for me, you know, the, the thing with that theory is, you know, he he's doing these things to push Podrick and and you know <clears throat> and 
maybe they have had these conversations like you know you need to do something but I, I think what it comes for me what i think it comes down to is i think uh colin is upset with how his life's turned out he's alone um and he's old and he's yeah. probably thinking about dying and he does say he's thinking about dying yeah. and, and he wants to leave a legacy but I well, think, when yeah, he talks he just, to the priest yeah he does say that i think yeah. he is worried about uh you know that he wasted his life um totally and i think he blame and he is indirectly then blaming um podrick and like kind of putting on his like oh well it's his fault that i did this even right. though it's not and i think he he knows that it's not he does but i think that's what he feels and i think um it's easier for him to say well it's because podrick is one who's holding me back and now i'm just going to just talk about nothing all the time and but the thing is yeah, I think he does he, was he tells the priest that, that. He, he tells yeah i guess we don't know for sure if it was true he, happiness he but he's gotten to a point in his life where who knows maybe he did realize he's going to die soon for some reason right yeah um they talk about that like oh did he get a diagnosis of something like they never reveal that that he did right hmm. no um, no no but maybe, and maybe he realized, oh, my time is running out. I got to do something now to make my legacy last. I mean, he he's very transparent about that, and he wants it to be through music. He wants to write a song um, that will be there after he dies. Like that's, you know, and he talks to the priest about how he had despair. He had despair because the priest asked him, how is that despair that you used to tell me about? And the priest, by the way, was in the Last Kingdom and in Vikings. He's yes. the little, is he remember him? He's the um, boat guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the boat guy in the Last Kingdom, and he was like the right hand man of like the first chieftain in season That's one of Vikings. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, um, he he's like, "How is that despair you're telling me about?" And then Brendan Gleeson, calm at the end, um, he tells him that the despairs come back a little bit, kind of after all the events of not talking to um Powerick and also the toll it's had on him. <laughs> I think he at that point started cutting his fingers off, which we should get to soon, which is nuts. Talk about the movie taking a turn for the extremely bizarre. Um, just crazy. Um, but yeah, so I, I yeah. think I think he is depressed. And like you said, I think the fact that he was like, I'm going to take control of my life. I think he's probably started feeling good because he started taking control of his life. But I think he realized this is not the right way to do it. The, the thing is, the, the one of the theories that I saw, and it kind of clicked in my head, but I was like, I don't know if I... It's just that the reason he left them was to try and make him motivated on his own. But I don't think... As, I think he just... To try did, to save his life. Yeah. That's I, the I theory, is to try to like make something I think something it was entirely selfish. I think he knew that mm -hmm. pa Patrick had no interest in learning the violin or studying music. And I think he liked Patrick for being able to talk with and drink with and do those things, but I think he kind of resented that he thinks he spent too much time doing that. Um, yeah, I think he feels he, he wasted that time. Yeah. That, um, you know, and it, it's something that seemed to click in him, which, which makes me wonder, did something happen in his personal life that like made that sort of that feeling come about? Like, did he something that like a diagnosis or something? Well, the thing is, the is diagnosis like, Shit, I got to get this stuff done. The diagnosis thing to me doesn't make sense because at the end he left the burning place and that to me is like so you do care about your life you're acting like you don't give a shit and you're fine with yeah. dying 
and that everyone here is just waiting to die, but then you have a perfect chance for death to happen and you escape, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And that to me shows like he's, he's being selfish. He doesn't, he doesn't realize that he's being selfish. Um, And I think the the big thing is the bizarre thing that happens. So at at one point in the movie, you know, Patrick is, is really confused. Like the rest of us are like, why did they just, this came out, no out of nowhere just one day and the pain complete behavior Charles face just yeah just and... he'd sit he'd sit thinking about it in his like um kitchen or whatever yeah and just... it would just be scenes of him staring with his with his um donkey jenny walking around which you know you you just have so much compassion for power because the way he treats animals and um treats other people he just treats everyone with kindness really yeah and that's the thing is and... everyone says he's the nicest guy on the island and and i think that's because he's the happiest one there he's he's content with mm-hmm. being there um but anyway though he just he cannot in his head which i don't think makes him dumb i just think he's he's just not in a place like the rest of them are he just can't understand how someone who's his friend and, and likes him would just stop talking to him and would do this um so he keeps trying to pursue column he keeps trying to ask him why um there's a few times he stands up to him there's a few times he's really nice yeah. to him to try and figure out why and Colm keeps shutting him down being cold and eventually he meets him at the pub and the thing is too it's like i was so annoyed that Colm was like annoyed like well are you going outside or am i going outside it's like this isn't your fucking pub here Colm. you know like i know, I know. like if you want to just play the violin play the violin in your house you know and uh like this is more of Colm's bar than yours, man. He likes drinking and hanging out. He comes in one day and he's like, "If you talk to me again, I will cut off a finger, and and then I'll cut another one off for every day you talk to me after that." Yeah, and and he'll do that. And it was it was really like, weird. And you're just when he said that, it was I was like, like an like, Irish. Oh, this must be a common Irish like threat. Yeah, this must be like yeah. wordplay. Yeah, you know, that's what I thought. I thought it was like a cultural. Like something just like say. so bizarre. And so they kind of all look at each other like that's strange. And and to this point in the movie, it's all dialogue and like sort of normal small town kind of stuff. Like nothing weird has really happened yet. It, to me, um, yeah. And and to me, it feels like a movie that could turn into friends going through a tough time yeah. and then having some bro moments, like to show, like, even though they've changed and they have different point of views that they're still friends at heart and then they become friends at the end. Like to me, the movie feels like still, even at this point here, it's, it feels like it could turn into that. It feels like it could turn into like a wholesome learn to lesson kind of thing. Uh, but the thing is though, uh, I forget what happens, but basically, you know, uh, Patrick goes and he talks to Colm again um, at some point. And column, you see column, or no, wait, you just hear like a thud on the door. Yeah. And then Patrick goes out and and he sees there's a, and I didn't know what the hell it was at first, even though he had said that, like I'll cut yeah. off my finger. He picks it up and it's like, what? And they, they reveal it later, it's a finger. And they show column yeah. walking away. And I was like, I was like, he must have no, cut off like no, a freaking like way, like an animal's 
foot or or something yeah. like I was like, like this is a warning. Like this is supposed to be symbolism because mm-hmm. of the threat he said. But like they show his hand and he's missing a finger and he's bleeding as he's walking away. And it's yeah. like, what the feck? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, dude. It's what the um, feck is going like, on here? That was the point in the movie. It was just like, what just happened? Like this movie just changed. Like it just became surreal all of a sudden. Yeah. Um and then okay, it's like now it's even harder to understand calm it's like yeah you're actually and and it's not just that it's like taking away his ability to do the one thing he loves doing which is playing the fiddle it's like now he only has these fingers to play it with which and um, patrick's uh sister patrick too who's played by colin farrell yeah. greatness his sister i think it's sibian um, siobhan siobhan okay it's just it's about really strange um mm-hmm. it's played by carrie Condon, Harry Condon, from um, uh, Better Call Saul. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't who, know she was Irish. Everyone's great in this. Everyone's great in this. She's you know great. what? Too actually, that guy that the guy who plays Dominic Barry oh Kogan. Mm-hmm. I I've so far hated him in almost everything he's in. In the Green Knight, I fucking not his acting. Uh, I, no, like I don't think he's he a plays. bad actor. I hate his character and I hate how his character acts, which I think is what they hired him to do. Um, yeah, but in this, like his character is this little weirdo, but like you love it, and like he's so yeah, good he's with funny. it, and he's so good, he's so good with we'll, it. So. We'll talk about my favorite scene of the movie later, but um, <laughs> I feel Siobhan, like I Siobhan goes to, con- but yeah, she talks with Colum, and she basically says what you just said is like you're not gonna cut off your fingers, like you love music and you love playing the violin, like if you cut off your fingers like you're you're only going to be hurting yourself and he's just kind of like yeah and yeah. and he even says to her <laughs> at a- some point like when they talk and and you can tell he respects her he respects that she's smart and and the fact too you know at some point you know he's saying like mozart from the 17th century music and and she comes back with he's from the 18th century you dumb yeah mether because she reads by the way that's like the one thing she does is she sits at home and reads all the time and she's isolated she only has her brother really yeah um so it's like so she yeah you can tell he respects her so they have some conversations throughout the movie um and he's like like you know you're just waiting to die here or something like that like the, mm-hmm. he, he says something along those lines and he just like like so what is it colin like do you want to live your life and and do better things or do you want to die like i i don't understand so to me i just mm-hmm. feel like as intentionally vague as he is with Colin and the fact that he cuts off his, he essentially cuts off his nose despite his face, right? Like he cuts yeah. off his fingers that he's saying he wants to play music with despite his best friend for talking with him and trying to understand yeah. what's going on to me just shows, you know, like just like so much like confusion in in him that, you know, he feels like he wants to like take control of his life and be assertive right. and and do these new things, and he wants to then make this dramatic threat, yeah, and to to scare Colum because he knows Colum doesn't totally. or he he knows Patrick doesn't want Colum to be hurt or injured, um. So maybe that'll make him stop, um. You know, but exactly. at the same time, he's trying to make him stop talking to him, but doing this is gonna mm-hmm. make 
Patrick worry more about him because he's a nice guy exactly. who cares about that's his friend. Like, he's a good friend, and he's like, oh, I need to help my friend in these yeah, times. It's kind of like, his reaction to most he's of this. Like, he's like, he'll, that, he'll like feel like the first thing he thought it was like on April Fool's Day was yeah. the first time. The first day he stopped was April 1st. He's like, oh, this is all a joke. And he went and he confronted. He's like, oh, good joke. And then like, he's like, nope, oh, I, saw, I just saw the month. I just saw it. Yeah. He's like, what? You know, after that, he'd like think about it because this is when this started happening. Power. This is all he'd thought think about. A hundred percent of the time in his life, then was why is my best friend not want to talk to me? Like he sits at home thinking about it. When he's walking to town, he's thinking about it. Like that's it. You know, he asks everyone about it. Like, but calm. Also, the thing that's interesting with calm is as mean as he is to Powerick, as mean as he is. There's a scene where Parrot gets beat up by the police officer. And who is there to come help pick him up and, and give him a ride part of the way home is calm. He he still cares enough about him to do something like that nice for him. Because you'd think if like if he was truly hated, if he truly hated Parrick, he would have like left him there and he wouldn't have he'd walked by or yeah. to me that was a very interesting scene because he even like he doesn't talk to him the whole way. And this scene almost made me, it just gives me thinking about it. It just gives me a knot in my stomach because like power just starts bawling his eyes out on their ride back. Mm-hmm. Cause he knows he doesn't, like calm doesn't want him to talk to him and calm's not starting a conversation. And, he's also and when calm upset, gets like, off to leave that they're like in this place in their relationship. Exactly. Too, you know? And and he just breaks down in front of him and, and calm doesn't do anything. He actually stops the cart he hands this is a really interesting detail i thought is he hands power the reins and he like taps his hands and then gets out like like a caring sort of like down a fork in the road yeah and and it's like a caring little tap as if like to say like hang in there or something there's something to that you know what i mean that showed a little bit of compassion to to power yeah which mixed signals a little bit that's why it's the the fact that he doesn't know like all the mixed signals he's sending to me is is also mm. very frustrating um you know like cuz him just giving this very vague answer is going to make him question more and, and yeah he says you're boring and blah 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 but Patrick Patrick's even like well you liked me yesterday he's like well, did i and it's like like you had to have liked him to some degree. If this guy is this attached I guess, to you, but I mean, how many choices? How many choices of friends do you have? Like you have the choice of the cop who is an absolute piece of shit because he beats and does other things to his son, and he's a terrible cop. And you have Powerick. Those are like the 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 two constants that go to the <laughs> pub. Besides the the guy who works at the pub. So I mean, like, there's not a whole heck of a lot of options for friends on the island anyway. Yeah, but I mean. I still feel like is attached as he as Patrick is. Um, like they had to have been, they had to have been friends, you know. Um, yeah, and I think he even acknowledges that he's just like, you know, I don't like you anymore. So he must have. So yeah. him saying anymore to me still says he must have liked him at some point. Yeah, and the fact that he does those little things, yeah. like he he cares, and when you know the most tragic thing that happens in this movie is. Eventually, he cuts off all five of his fingers. Um, because he he instead of that first threat, he's like, "I'll cut one off each day you talk to me," and then like 
he he went all in. He was just like, okay, you know what? I actually cut one off. Next time I'm going to cut off all of them. That's my threat. Very serious threat. And of course, throughout the whole movie, we talked about Jenny, the donkey who you fall in love with. It's like one of the best actors of, with the act with the, it is a real, she's like movie. a character in the in the movie. She though. is. She's got a personality. She like lets herself in the house. She's like always looking on the table. She comes to Powerick whenever he's sad, and she basically like comforts him. She goes a lot of different places with Powerick around the island. Like she walks with him to the pub and and stuff. And he treats Jenny like a human, basically. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, and like his sister hates it. Siobhan's like, no, not in the house. And he like just like yes, in the house, like. And it's funny uh, later lonely. when Siobhan leaves. <laughs> later we'll get to it when Siobhan leaves. Like then all of the animals are in the house. <laughs> the horses, um, everything. But that just goes to show in. like his character is so loving. You know, yeah. It's just he's like, like, well, they're lonely. Like I will make them feel so, better by seeing them. Yeah. So anyway, later on, Powerick, um This is one of those points in the movie. Where it's like, oh, this movie can't get any worse for Powerick. His right? sister just left. And his sister upset. just left him to go to the mainland to start a new life. Best friend um, which was being very a dick. difficult for her to do. His sister just left. All of a sudden, the four fingers hit the door again. But he wasn't home, I don't think, at the time. He was down seeing his sister off. And um, sure enough, Jenny choked on one of those fingers, sadly, and died. And the reason I got to this, and it, this was so devastating, um, because we all love Jenny. And... This this really changed Powerick. This truly changed Powerick. I think this pushed him over the edge to do something crazy. He goes and confronts Calm and tells him what happened. And Calm is truly feels he's like very upset that this happened. He did not want anything bad to happen um, to to Jenny, and he knows what Jenny meant to Powerick. And he's he's like a little bit devastated. I think that like he killed the donkey. He. He really hits him, affects him. He even like talks to the priest about it. Like calm or a power actually, that's when he threatens. Or he says, I'm gonna burn your house down. He said, which, and I don't care if you're which was one of the craziest fucking Oh, okay, the, this is crazy. At the can beginning I tell, can I of the me? movie, uh I, like the point where he's like, I don't like you anymore, I don't want to be your friend. I text Colby and I'm like, if you ever call him me. I'll burn your house down. And I knew I haven't seen yeah. the trailer or anything. Because like, you would text down. me, I'm starting to watch the movie now, mm-hmm. basically. And like five minutes into the movie, you texted me that. And I was like, okay, he must have seen a trailer. Because I told Ani, I said, um, look what Steve just texted me. <laughs> like, that's crazy. And she's like, oh, did he see a trailer or something? I was like, maybe he saw a trailer. Anyway, I wasn't going to ask you if you saw a trailer because I'd spoil the movie just in case. But I was going to ask you after. And then you already texted me after like, dude, I had no idea about yeah. the house burning down. Uh, I'm glad you didn't because like I said, I honestly thought the movie might go the ho- the wholesome route up until the fingers yeah. hit the feckin' door. Uh, then <laughs> I was like, hit the fan. Right, fingers hit the door. The fingers hit the feckin' fan. Another thing too about um, Colum, I think Colum you know, his best friend, Pad Patrick, was clearly obviously the only guy on the island who wasn't feeling this depression that everyone else is feeling. And I feel like he couldn't relate to him on that. And I think part of the reason he did all this shit was to try and make him sad so they could relate. And and to me, I don't I don't know if this is a theory or not. Like anytime he says Padraig is interesting, is what he says, is when oh, yeah. 
Patrick is being mean and, and assertive to him. To him. And it's like, yep. and, and at first it's just like, oh, he just wants him to be more assertive. But then when Colm is just being assertive and then also being nice and being interested, he doesn't care. Um, because I think he sees that spark in Colin or in Podrick again. And he's like, Oh, he's happy. Like this guy's just happy. Yeah. Like he doesn't get my pain and stuff. So I, I think, I don't think he meant to kill the donkey or anything, but I think what he did want to do was, is make, uh, Powerick feel as bad as he can, or at least be able to relate to that. And mm-hmm. I think he likes that. I think he wanted to be able to talk about totally. feeling like shit. Um, totally. And because it almost seems like he likes him more at the end when he's mad, sad, and says like, "Like I'll kill you." Like, like you've done unforgivable things. And he's and you can tell he's changed. He's he's yeah. um, he's done little things. You know, like he did something. Yeah. He so made he this lied. One guy leave the island. Which he lied to this guy that was, was funny. Actually, yeah, so this guy befriended Calm, was writing the song with Calm, and sort of out of spite, Powerick lies to him and tells him that uh, some a mail truck hit his mom. Yeah, or something. He's and like a mail truck ran over your mom. And he's like, "That's impossible." And Powerick's like, "Really?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, because a mail truck hit, killed my dad or something." He's like, "No, it happens all the time." He's like, he's like oh, I know it killed me, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. You know, there's always those, that's a little charming Irish humor, like just just um sprinkled throughout the film, even though sad events were happening. Like just constantly like like little clever lines here and there that mm-hmm. just make you chuckle. Yeah. You know, it was brilliantly written. The dialogue was fantastic. You're rowing. Yeah, so you and him rowing. That's all that again at the beginning, like little things like that made me think maybe this will be like a sort of like a comedy wholesome thing too. But you know, yeah, part of the, yeah. he's like, Are you rowing? I don't know if we're rowing. It seems like you're rowing. I don't think we're rowing. And it does seem to, like we're rowing. It does seem like we're rowing. <laughs> I better go see what's going on. You better see what's going on. Yeah. So yeah, he kills the donkey though. Um he kills, yeah. Not inadvertently. He um yeah. And pirate goes over the ledge and he says, like, I'm going to burn your house down tomorrow at two o'clock or something. Um, whether you're in it or not, I don't care. He's like, leave your dog outside, though. I wouldn't do that. Leave your dog. And that's what's interesting about this part, because like Powerick actually does it. And he doesn't look to see if he's inside it at first. No, he sets it ablaze. He just first. stacks the sticks. He just stacks the sticks. He sets it ablaze. He made sure the dog, the dog was already outside. Mm hmm. He takes the dog because he cares. Like, like I will take care of your dog. Like, you know, that's who he is and deep What's down. I think that's like the, the symbol of who he is deep down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he can't help but go back and look after he sets the place ablaze. But he sees he's in there. Calm's just sitting there. And he goes. And anyway. I thought he was going to break in. I thought he was going to like break in and drag him out. No, he rides away. And I'm thinking to myself, holy shit. He he dragged him, calm dragged him down to this level. He basically just committed murder. I mean, later we found out that um calm like threw a chair through the window and climbed out. But um Yeah, they don't show how he got out or anything though. But he well they show a out. chair. They uh, do show yeah. a chair that's like not burnt that much thrown uh, out the window. So okay. I think that's how he did it. But um 
It's like, goddamn. It's so such again, a it's such a weird thing. Like he's murdering him, but he's also like taking care of his dog. He's like I think he, he still inside wants to be a nice person, but I mean the things that were making him happy was having a friend, having a sister, yeah. having the animals. And so his best friend's being an ass. Um, his sister left and one of his, his animals who's like a friend to him just died. So it's like, yeah. now he's, now he's miserable. Like the rest of you, you know? And oh, yeah, you've dragged him down to this level. And, um, and the other one too, I think this is a good segue into Dominic because this was, this was not the main storyline of the movie, but it was a very, it really hit me at the end. Hmm. Earlier in the movie, Dominic always sort of casually asks Powerick about his sister. Like, is she single? Is she is she seeing anyone? And then like they'd get together and he'd always like tell her she was pretty and stuff and like but it just seemed so innocent. Like he's a he's a kid and it seemed like he flirted older. with anyone. Like I, I love one of the parts exactly. where he goes to the bar. Yeah. He's like, Is there any pretty girls in here? And yeah. yeah. Or any any girls in here? And like yeah. and, and like the bartender's like don't you be bothering any of them. And he's like, there's pretty ones. <laughs> Him and Powerick have a fight later in the movie because he Powerick tells Dominic about how he got that um, guy to leave. He lied. He got that guy to leave. And Dominic looks at him and is like, you were the only nice one on this island. He's like, I think and now nobody. Now there's no heard. one. Yeah. He's like, this is the meanest thing I've ever heard. And like, I thought you were the nice one on the side. And that's why he kept going to him. Cause, cause all Dominic knows really is he gets beat by his dad and he's kind of getting treated by shit by everyone else on the Island who looks really low on him. They look at him as like kind of the scum of the Island. Really. That's how like everyone talks about him. This, this starts the scene that I think is the best scene in the movie. And it's when. Dominic goes to talk to Siobhan. So Siobhan's standing at a lake. Oh, this, and she this looks across the lake. We'll, we'll talk more about and this. But. We'll talk, yeah. So throughout the movie also we should establish there's this old lady always dressed in black. And she always seems sort of clairvoyant. Um, really creepy. Really wacky. And they always hid from her behind stone walls, which was funny. Like They didn't ever want yeah. to like, encounter her. Um and at one point in the movie, she was like, two people, she's like, one person's going to die. Maybe two people are going to die. I was like, oh, okay. This is, this is kind of a weird foreshadowing here. Anyway, at that scene where Siobhan's standing at the lake, and this is right before like her decision to leave the island. I think she made the decision, and she was upset that she was going to be leaving her brother because she knows that it's going to be devastating for him. And the old lady is on the other side of the river looking in her direction, doing like, yeah, like come here, like across the water, like, like what? what? Is, also, water? earlier in the movie, the police officer went to um, the mail room where the, the gossiping mail lady was who always opens people's letters and reads. And she always asked for the news. And he said that um, someone was found dead in the lake and that the idiot like or the fool walked into the lake and drowned or something like that and um you know i didn't you don't think much of that now it's just like random piece of information earlier mm-hmm. so anyway dominic approaches siobhan like and all shy and stuff timid goes like you know you don't suppose that you and i'd ever you know get together and 
and she's, she's like, like she's you never thought about loving a boy like me or something like that yeah. it's it's kind of sweet you know it it's kind of really sweet, sweet. it's and it, and she's she's nice to him and she's like no like i don't think so dominic and he's like oh and he's like no i didn't think so i didn't think so um not even when i'm your age and she's again polite but it's like no i i don't think so and and he's like okay well you know uh i guess i'm gonna go do that thing i was gonna go do over here which is like when you watch it the first time you're kind of like um I don't know who he's doing something stupid yeah i, I thought he hook. was saying like i'm going to basically like make an excuse to get out of this awkward situation yeah like i i happen to be in the same place as you Oh, I'm, I'm going to go, go do that thing I was going to do. I was over here. That, that that's thing. why I'm in the same vicinity. Like, um, We later find out in the end of the movie, Howrick killed himself in that lake. Well, we don't assuming... 100% know. We didn't see what happened, but he's in the lake dead. Right. And it's... it's I think... There's no, like... I think you got to jump to ledge. the conclusion a little bit. And it's like, if you can't swim, like, that little bit, like it's there's no like steep clips that go into the lake, so it's not like you can fall into the lake unless you're like completely unconscious. I don't see how even someone who can't swim couldn't like reach down, touch the the ledge of the lake, or doggy paddle enough to touch the bottom and then make it out. You know, like so. Yeah, I do think he killed himself, but they do kind of yeah. leave it open. They do, they leave it open, but like they also foreshadowed it to it earlier that the other person killed themselves in that lake. You know, it's a little irony because his dad was like making fun of the person who died in the lake earlier and now his own son. But um, now when you look at that scene again, you you realize, wow, Dominic just like the woman that he loves, like the woman he has a crush on, basically told him never in your wildest, wildest dreams is this ever going to happen. So like all hope he had for that, gone. And the one little piece of hope of like niceness he had on the island, because this was immediately after that conversation he had with Parik. And all of a sudden, I think he felt totally alone. You know? Yeah. Because he would always go to Powerick. He'd like want to stay at their house when his dad would beat him and stuff. And they were like the only people who were nice to him on the island. And all of a sudden, it's really deep. It's really fucking deep. And then now, when you look back at the old lady waving, now I see her. Was she waving Dominic in? Was like Dominic, like in the back behind Maybe Siobhan. She was just trying to get anyone she could. Anyone she could. So now I think I interpret it now that she was like summoning Dominic in. And, and now at the end of the movie, we see that she is sort of the banshee. And if you don't know what a banshee is, a banshee, that's part of um, Gaelic folklore. Um, and it's like a spirit of a woman who like wails, basically. She, she either like her, it's either their appearance or the like wail. And it will like summon death. Or it'll predict death. It'll be basically an omen of death. Um, and that's the folklore. It's the Irish folklore. So banshees are part of that. And um, she is kind of the banshee of this movie because she predicted death. And it happens. So let's let's since we're talking about the old lady, let's just talk about the old lady here now, too. I think the old lady was pretty interesting too. And and even she, you know, I got I picked up on the banshee thing uh the first time I saw it. I was like, oh, she's the one symbolic of death and, and things like that. And she was one saying like, oh, two people will die today. One person will die. And, and that would happen. It, it wouldn't be the person you would think. Like at first you're like, oh, Colm's going to die. But then it turns out it's Dominic who died. Um, and it wasn't like you thought maybe uh, Powerick is going to die. 
Um, but it was the right. donkey who died. Yeah. But anyway, though, the beginning of the movie, she just seems like she's some old lady. Again, the beginning of the movie feels like it could just be uh, two friends who are fighting. And then it, then the, the second half of the movie mm-hmm. is they learn each other's ways and become friends in a new way. Um, and to me, I thought like the old lady might be like sort of like a comic relief. There's the old lady trying to avoid her. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she's, you know, she's sitting in the house in uh, Powerick's house talking with his sister. And like, it's kind of funny when uh, Powerick is like trying to avoid her and things and like, oh, she's fucking creepy. But as it turns, like she's making these prophecies and people are dying. And then now she's like waving people into the lake. You know, this is after the uh-huh. finger stuff. And, and now it's like she she's going like- through the night like when it's misty and scary and yeah. like she's clearly now like it went from like oh is she an old lady who like kind of knows things and is wise about friendships to like this is this is an otherworldly creature um who's like yeah haunting this yeah. island <laughs> and if you want to go even deeper into the symbolism early in the movie dominic finds some fishing hook she ends up with that fishing hook and is like always holding it by the end of the movie. And that kind of resembles, she's always wearing like a black hood with that fishing hook in one hand. Uh, Sort of resembles the Grim Reaper uh, as well. Which is kind of interesting. Colm describes, you know, he he talks about the song he wrote when uh, Powery came to visit him before he chopped off his other four fingers. He says the, the song he wrote is called The Banshees of in is Sheeran. In a Sheeran. In Ed Sheeran. The Banshees of Ed Sheeran. And he's like, but there's no Banshees on the island. Or there never was any Banshees. And he's like, I know. Um, but I think, or maybe they are, but I think Banshees, you know, they don't haunt us and do things like they used to. They just sit back and watch. And they do. Yeah. And that's what the old lady is doing at the end of the movie. Um, especially she's just sitting on the, the chair at Colm's house when Powerick goes down. And this is where the movie ends, when he goes down and confronts uh, Colm and basically tells him, you know, and you, again, you're thinking maybe this will be some sort of wholesome moment or something. And it to me, it almost seems like Colm likes Powerick now, you know, for doing it for you know somewhat yeah somewhat. He, he even gives him like gratitude at the end he's like you know thanks for taking care of my dog he's he the whole time when Powerick's doing all these nice things for him mm-hmm. he doesn't acknowledge he's doing nice things for him and and that's the thing Powerick, mm-hmm. he he's nice and he wants people to acknowledge that he did mm-hmm. little nice things. it's it's so interesting because he's still mad at Powerick's still mad at him in that last scene and he's still very abrasive with him and when he says thank you for taking care of my dog he's like anytime mm-hmm it's like because that's who you know that's who he is he is is a nice person deep down it's like but you can also see now he's broken man and he's broken he's broken you're still alive you left the house like this isn't over because like column i i think column never thought it would like power would be this much to him even though he's being a complete psycho himself cutting off his fingers and throwing it i don't think he ever thought power would ever go this low um yeah and i think he thinks oh it's over it's over now i got him a house i'm alive you know we can talk about this um i feel bad about his donkey you know maybe he's thinking about like i should have handled this differently yeah but 
Tyrek doesn't give it a fucking shit now. Um, no. He's like, you, you've, it's not over. You fucked it up. You fucked it up. And he and he says, um, like some things can't be forgiven, and some things shouldn't be. And mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I mean, so like, <laughs> I'm with. I'm like 100% in Power boat. Like this was just oh, yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. But like totally. It's also like you feel bad and you feel bad that he feels that way now. Um mm-hmm. that's not who he was and It's tragic everything about it. It's like And and I think you you pointed this out to me too yeah. like the symbolism cuz I I was wondering like why is it set in this time period, you know. Um yeah. and you brought up the how it's supposed to reflect well they're literally watching the the irish civil war happen over the the channel there they're like watching the explosions happen and they talk about the irish civil war several times through the movie and in the irish civil war it was brothers killing brothers and And, uh, um you know somewhat senselessly and so that's kind of what it seems like this seems like a senseless end of a friendship is what it feels like. I get you get his. I mean, you you hear his reasonings, but you, I I can't understand why you still treat him so badly. You know, if you want to distance yourself from someone, okay, that's one thing. But to like totally like cold turkey, cut them off, and then like expect them not to just, wonder why. Yeah, it just was not handled well by calm at all. No, um, and that's that's the thing that makes me. That makes me sure like he wanted he wanted to somehow break Powerick. And I don't think it's because he wanted to hurt his friend. I just think he wanted his friend to also feel like he does. Shitty. The misery that he does, the despair yeah. that he so he could maybe yeah, relate someone. to him and be friends with him. Because that's every time he's and like, he's he, interesting now. It's like when maybe he's he resents him for the the sort of happy go lucky life that, that I think so Podrick yeah. leads. Yeah, that Powerick leads. That's that could be it. Um, That's what I think. He, maybe he's envious of how you. How can you feel so happy on this such a depressing island? I'm not going to lie to you. When I went to that island, I, it did feel like, oh, this would be a depressing place to grow up. Um, it's so empty. It was like, you know, there's a playground. There was like one kid playing on it when I was there, and and their mom watching, and it just felt so. The people were so nice there and everything, but I was I would not like to live here. I thought to myself. I thought it was beautiful. It was a beautiful place, but I think I would go crazy if I lived there. Um, and it seems like these people on this island go, and I think maybe that's a little bit into it too, is that isolation makes you go go mad. And I mean, on the island, they're all isolated. His sister's isolated, and she goes and she writes that she's living a great life now, and I have an extra room for you, Pirate. Come come live with me, and he doesn't. I know. He's I wish like he would tied just to leave. that island. I know. And this is part of the movie where I'm just like, like, oh, like he just walks away. And I, I would have almost preferred that column died. You know, um, that to me would have gave me like some sort of closure. I would have preferred if one of them died and maybe felt bad. And even if they didn't like cry about it, like you see some moment where they reflect and like that, like thinking like this was out of hand. Um, totally. I, I thought totally. for sure that Powerick was going to die. I thought he might kill himself or something was going to happen to him. That would make Colin go like, oh shit, I should have been a good friend to him. Why did I do this to him? Um, and then I thought maybe Colin will die and yeah, maybe Powerick will leave or I don't know. 
Um, or I thought hmm. maybe last minute they will somehow become friends. Maybe it'll still do the wholesome ending that I thought it would. Um, yeah. And he'll he, like, um, the last line of the movie is calm saying to power. Cause like, you want to go down for a pint? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. And then like, and then like, it was all for nothing, all that shit. Like they're just back <laughs> where they started. They're just talking about nothing. You but uh, but it didn't do that. He just he he leaves that ominous threat like it's not done because you're still alive, mother F fecker. And yeah. uh and he you just killed Jenny. Away. Kill Jenny. Kill Jenny. Yeah. And uh and they'll that you we just zoom out and we see uh the old lady just sitting up on the hill. But I I guess one of the things too, like what we were mentioning with the, the Civil War, I never understood and maybe I just don't remember what the Irish civil war was about, but even one of the people that YouTube channels that I had watched yeah. that was giving thing and they had talked about it. Um, after you'd brought it up to me, uh, was that like, they didn't even, they grew up in Ireland and was in history class and they weren't entirely sure what it was about. Um, so I think, yeah, I think that was probably the point of why it was set during that time period yeah, would just it's be like, like a vague metaphor it's like a little vague metaphor for that uh for the war and because it just seems senseless and and nobody involved really had a complete understanding of what was happening even even calm like was confused inside of what was going on yeah to me Obviously, I don't power was super confused the whole movie like and, and let's just talk just for a second about colin farrell now everyone in this movie was fantastic Colin Farrell is is nominated for best actor, and I, if he doesn't win, you know I have to hear who the uh, who the winner is. But um, he should he's definitely deserved the nomination. And um, his facial expressions, to how he expressed his pain, how he expressed his confusion, was it was one of the best acting performances I've seen in a long time. Or the moments when he would, like you would see hope in his eyes, or like hope, concern hope, yeah. for his friend, or or. Uh, like the time he got drunk and he had that and sort of like stood monologue. up for himself. He's like, that was great. That was a, a great. Maybe moment. you were never nice. He's like, God, maybe you were never like. I love that yeah. scene because it's like kind of like a great scene. And like, and and even Brendan Gleeson on the other end of that scene, also for the first time, is looking at calm or at Powerick with like, like I'm interested in you. I'm like, I'm like I'm arguing with you right now, but I'm like. He he actually had some interest in like communicating with him there, and and it was just like you talked about earlier how he likes him when he's like that. He even said in the beginning of the movie, I actually prefer him when he's drunk. Um, but then the other guy we have to just give major props to is Barry. Um, I don't know how to say his last name, Kagan or whatever. He might it might be an Irish pronunciation, but Dominic. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, I think we already gave him props, but but my God, what a performance! Yeah, I, there was a lot of subtle, a lot of subtle things when you're watching him act and do things. You don't pick up, you don't like go like, oh, that little thing he did makes me think that that's a subtle nod to his dad and emotion, emotional, mm -hmm. physical abuse. Um, but like, if you watch, I watched some video, but like, but he was just convincing and making you feel all the things he was supposed to do. You don't realize, like, totally. oh, it's this. But when I when I watched the video about like all the little things he was doing in that role. I was like, damn. Yeah. Like this all seems maybe it was just natural for the actor to do that, but it, it, some of it had to be like conscious thought, but it, it yeah. feels natural. 
you know, like it doesn't feel like he's trying to sell you on something. It's just, you just feel like, yeah, that's the emotion he feels. Yeah, totally. Speaking totally. of him though, was your favorite scene when they go in to get his dad's whiskey, the, the dad, the policeman, they go in and he's like, go get some whiskey. Cause they're going to sit out and talk about what the heck's going on. And he's just naked in a rocking chair, passed out. Yeah. And, uh, and you can tell Parrick was not signed up to see this. And, uh, yeah. and he's just yeah. like, <laughs> it's funny. He's like, oh, frontal. Just look at him. Yeah. You don't want him to catch you when he's wanking. <laughs> oh my God. That was funny. But yeah, um, it really, really good movie overall. Um, the acting again was phenomenal. The music was good. Really top notch film. I enjoyed I it. It just made me feel sad. And I, it made me feel sad. It totally made me feel sad. Yet I wanted to watch it again. It's such a weird thing. And I think that's what makes it such a good movie is like, I don't want to feel sad. And I, like it doesn't movies. I don't think last with me that much. Like I feel sad while I watch it and, and experience those emotions. But I, I don't necessarily personally don't need to watch something afterward. Like I don't feel like I need to. It's just the way I'm wired. I'm fine. Cold blooded, cold blooded man. Cold blooded, cold. Just like calm. Exactly. I'm powering like your calm. One hundred percent. That's this. That's this. <laughs> that's this. No, no. I'm. I. I. If anything, I'm Jenny. Come on now. <laughs> that's who I want to be in this. Jenny was always there. Jenny, Jenny was, was awesome. Love this movie personally. Recommend it if you don't mind feeling a little sad for a little bit. If you appreciate good acting, good dialogue. Well, I guess what what are you, I've kind of said my thoughts. I really think that Colum was depressed just like everyone else and and he sort of resented Powerick for that and I think he also wanted to bring him down to his level. I don't think it was like necessarily a conscious thought, but I think yeah. that's what he was that's what he was. I don't think he was like I plan on doing this terrible thing to him to bring him down. But I think he was just, he was like, I just want to hurt him. I just want him to feel bad like me, um, is yeah. what I think. I think that's the real reason that the whole I want to stop being your friend thing. Because he he still went to the same pub that he knew Colin was going to, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the only place to go. It's yeah, but, but I mean, still, like, really, if he wanted to practice his fiddle group, he could have done that in his house or yeah. one of those other people. And again, he yeah. cuts off I all of his fingers. Was, uh... And it's it's such a it's such a ridiculous scene. He's just cut off all his fingers, and he's like directing all of them. And they like go, and he's yeah. like losing blood. I was like, this is like you're clearly out of your mind, crazy. And like, and it's he like, is. I think he is crazy. I think there? he's an old man who's. I think he's an old man who's panicked here at the end of life, and like he does want to leave that thing that lasts. He wants to be remembered. He has that sense of pride in himself that he wants to be like some little piece of music with his name on it, so somebody can. He just had a little piece of him to live on because it doesn't seem like he has any family. So, um, so I guess yeah. What I'm getting at is why? What's the? What do you think the real reason is? He he told, and he started acting this way to Powerick when he told him, "I don't like it anymore," and he starts acting the way he does. What's what do you think it is? I, I do think it's because like he's panicking at the end of his life and he yeah. wants to spend all of his time he has left doing meaningful things to him. And I think all of a sudden he just resents 
the meaningless conversations that he used to have. Like, I think he, I think, I really think something might've happened or even if it's just, he realized how close he is to death. And he just doesn't have much time left. His body is, is maybe starting to fail him. He doesn't want to waste time with Parik. Um, because the thing that's crazy is he still cares about him. He cared about him when he got beat up. You know, he, he does care about him, but he doesn't want anything to do with him anymore. I do think it was more selfish than it was. I have seen the theories about him wanting, wanting Powerick to be inspired to be a better person or whatever. And this was like the tough love way of doing it. I don't think I totally buy that. No, I don't think I, I don't totally either. buy that. I, I think it's a, I think I even think it may be a phase he's going through and that if this movie kept going that I think maybe he, he gets over it. And I think we call it in that phase. And I think it's just a metaphor. The movie is just like, be nice to people. You know, like that's like the message. Like you should be kind because if you're mean to people, it's contagious. And if you're going to be mean to someone like that, you're going to make them mean. And I think there's some truth to that. You know, I think that if you're constantly exposed to like that kind of negative behavior, it can become contagious, unfortunately, and and vice versa. You know, I think um, I do think it was more selfish than than righteous or anything like yeah, that. So so do I. Yeah, I don't buy. Yeah. I don't buy the. The thing where it's like he's trying to motivate. I think it's a, a cool theory, um, but I, yeah. I, I don't buy it. That's Banshees of, Banshees of Inisherin. Um, tell us your theories. Ed Sheeran. Please tell us your theories and yes. tell us if you like the movie. Why um, do you think he did it? Why do you think they stopped? Why being do you think friends? he did it? And tell us what you yeah. think about the symbolism and anything you read into it that, yeah, that anything we, didn't we missed. Out. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear different theories about it because. Um, I love movies like that where you can interpret it in different ways. Or if so. you can clear up the Irish Civil War for us, you know, in like, you know, like like a couple sentences, you know, make a complex, yes. you know, concise uh, national concise. issue, very concise in a YouTube comment for us or a podcast comment. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Anyway, um, we hope that you enjoyed this. We hope that you um, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. I'll be coming out with more of the movies that we like and the shows that we like to watch, um, recapping it. Um, absolutely. Otherwise, for now. Go the heck Go him. Get the heck him. Get the heck out of this bad shit. Get the heck. Well, it's like we always fucking say. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.